Good afternoon and welcome to Find Your Sparkle with Jen, where you'll be inspired, informed, and influenced. I'm your host, Jennifer Stewart, owner of Jazz Potential and creator of Find Your Sparkle. And today I am extremely excited to have Temperance Sawyer here all the way from a small island called Treasure Key in Abaco in the Bahamas. Welcome. And you go by Tyler. That's how I have been introduced to you. So I'm hoping that you're okay if I call you Tyler. Is that does that work for you? That works for me. I always go by both names, so it just depends on the tune of the day. <laughs> exactly, and I feel like that was how I was introduced to you, so I would, I, rather than, I don't want to have to slip up, but I want to give the audience a little bit of, a bit of a background about you. You attended public school, and which is pretty common in, in the Bahamas, and your mom one of the things that I found was interesting is your mom held you back a couple of times to make sure she wanted to feel that you were ready to go forward, but you didn't let that hold you back. And, and that's really great because sometimes kids can be really impacted. You also mentioned that your uh, sister, you and your sister were in the same grade at one point, but again, you know, you didn't let that hold you back and you went through school, you went through high school and got a little bit bullied, but you became the, the head boy, which was a, a pretty big honor and not everybody there might have been keen on that so we'll hear more about that when you talk about your story but something really amazing happened in 2016 you got a scholarship to come to PEI to Holland College so welcome to Canada in 2016 and fast forward 2018 you made the big choice to move to Nova Scotia to Halifax and you're now a student at Mount St. Vincent University which is where I went and you're working as a an employment practitioner Support. yes a practitioner and we're gonna hear more about that as well so I want to welcome you to the show and I know that you've got a fascinating story that our audience is, is really looking forward to. So let's go back to, to the whole school thing and, and talk about, you know, what was it like like growing up on on a little a little island? Yeah, um, so thank you so much, Jen, for having me. Growing up on a small island, Abaco, it allowed me to grow um, with a lot of other um, school kids, I must say. It was a small island, so everyone knew each other and everyone had each other's back and all that good stuff. So I must say that growing up in the island was really good. It was really quiet. It was uh, really quiet, but it was really a great educational experience. My, my mom, um, she was my principal and my teacher at some point. As oh, well. wow. So it was a big experience growing yeah. up in the island. Yeah. When you when you say the island's small, what does that mean? That everyone knows each other and everyone has each other's back. I would say in approximately five thousand ish people who live on the island of Abaco, but it's growing rapidly. So I must say that there are potentially more individuals on the island. Okay, so tell me about, you know, what were some of the things that you went through as a, as a child when when you were, you know, held back and, and being in the same grade with your sister? Because it's, you know, I know that it's easy to say that it didn't bother you, but I mean, on some level, there, there had to be some kind of an impact. Can you share some of that? Yeah, so I must say that um, back in my primary education, my mom, she placed me back because I was not um, at the English level to um, understand how to spell um, or pronunciate proper words. And so she wanted me to be um, better in that area, in that aspect, and also to develop in my mathematical skills. And so 
I was upset about it at first, but at the end of the day, I kept moving forward because I know that my mom knew what was best for me at the time. And she didn't want um, her little boy, so to say, to be um, not pulled back behind and doesn't know how to pronounce words when he becomes an adult. So fast forward to high school and you mentioned about being bullied. How did that, how did that impact you? I must say it impacted me a lot. There were some days where I was very emotional and there were some days where I didn't want to go to school um, because people uh, would call me names or bullied me. And there were certain teachers who were not, um, they would see me as not important, and so to say, or they would not believe in, in my successes. Um, because I was never an honor roll student, I was always a 2.5 and above student, which is the minimum requirement. Um, in the Bahamas in academia um, to make sure that you get a 2.5 GPA or above in order to graduate, but I was never a three-point student, but I did not allow that to stop me. I, I continued to inspire others at my school. I continued to push it, and I, and I, tell, I tell you, those bullies today, they look up to me as an inspiration, and I am grateful to be able to serve them as well. Have you, how many of them have you spoken to in the, you know, I, in, in recent, in recent times? Yeah. yeah, in recent times, I would say in total, it will be 11, 11 of them yeah. I, I've spoken to either through an inspirational um, session or either through just a one-on-one -on -one conversation or text messages to check in. I mean, some of them have asked me to mentor, to guide them in it. And so I've been able to mentor and to guide my, my bullies into also being leaders in how to develop and also how to um, not to give up. And I have to believe in me. And that was my story um, that I shared with a lot of people, how I got, how I continue to increase myself, to believe in myself. Well, and, and that's amazing. So, and you know, so many of us, struggle at various times in our lives and we don't know who we are we, we're always you hear it all the time i have to find myself i have to figure out who i am so tell me about some of the aha moments did you have some epiphanies that kind of helped to guide you and and who are you i mean what are who are you becoming because i i know from you know the brief chats that that we've had that i know i you're aspiring for a lot and you have a natural leadership ability so that's really amazing so share some of your insight on that i would say my aha moments have been really recent because what i've always tried to do i always set myself actionable goals i always say i would call them goals but i say no they are actionable goals and they, i don't put a time on them and when i achieve them i i do it but at the end of the day those aha moments was when i'm continuing to develop at each stage of my life, when I became, when I was in the Bahamas, I was developing in my public speaking arena and also debating involvement and all that good stuff. And I realized when I actually moved to Prince Edward Island, I have developed my public speaking skills more. And it was that aha moment where I got to impact other people. I got to engage. I got involved in the community more. And Prince Edward Island is actually what on my place I call my second home because everyone I have grandparents actually in Prince Edward Island now and I have aunts who I call aunts and uncles <laughs> in Prince Edward Island so it was that type of island home that I grew up in the Bahamas that I came to another island which felt similar in a way but I got to develop more with community leaders and 
coming to Halifax allowed me to develop on another level of experience where I got to where I'm actually involved on different board of directors, when I'm at, where I'm actually being an advocate for diversity, uh, also uh, the, uh, inclusiveness, and also just being a part of different communities and sharing the space. And I must say, I've never seen in my life those aha moments like being in Halifax because I'm wow. growing, I'm developing, I'm discovering my true purpose and knowing that, hey, I want to help people in so many areas of life. And every day I see other opportunities, I just volunteer my, my way. And I must say that it's, it's because I'm passionate. You know what it is to wake up every morning and I love my job and I can't wait to talk about teamwork cooperative because every morning I wake up I wake up with a purpose knowing that I can grow, knowing that I can help somebody and knowing that I can serve somebody because I know that I've struggled and I know that I've been through where other persons have been. You know, that is like, that is a, a huge inspirational speech right there and a big yeah. testament, big huge testament to the type of person that you are and yeah. how far you're going to go and the fact that you're, you're a born leader. There's no question about it. And academia is great, but you know what? This, for me, these mm -hmm. soft skills that people yes. sometimes, sometimes dismiss are the things that are, they can be learned, yes. However, I believe when you have those innate qualities and you're the, the born leader in you, you're totally going to get places. You're going to, to be able to get people. You're going to understand people. You're going to be able to relate to people. And that's, yeah. I mean, that's huge. Not everyone can say that. The other thing that people can't say, which I know you know working in the field that you're in right now, is getting up and enjoying going mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. work. Yeah. It's very sad, and I know you know this, the majority yeah, of do. people, the majority of people don't. They are counting down the days for retirement. They're counting down yeah. the days for Friday. They're, yeah. You know, it's, it's sad. So tell me, what makes your job right now getting up, and I know you said you get to, to help people, but yeah. is, there, is there a certain thing that you get to do or a certain way that you get to share things with people that just fires you up, that you can't, you know, that you're just so excited to get in the door? I must say, because of the leadership that I'm under, um, I must say the leadership that I'm under at my work has allowed me to grow and allowed me to express my thoughts. And also my thoughts are not just actually moved on or putting on, on, on a bench and it's just sitting there. No, it's actually being actionable, moving forward, growing. And to see that, it gives me goosebumps and it gives me energy every day. To just, to, just to work with an executive director where he has an open policy he has an open door policy. I can go and see him anytime I want. I can actually just connect with him anytime I want. I can text him anytime I want. So it gives that aha moment. Oh my golly. You know what? I love that because, as you, well, I, I don't know how many jobs that you've had, but I've had a number throughout my career in different areas in, in government and in hospitality and nonprofit and all different areas. And I can tell you for you to be have so much respect for your boss and for him to be giving you that freedom is extremely rare but 
very refreshing and it makes yeah. my heart sing to yeah. know that you have that kind of an, a work environment so no wonder i mean yeah. you probably heard that people leave their their managers Mm-hmm. not the job necessarily yeah so yeah. it sounds to me like you've got a lot of you're going to have a great career with them and on yeah. that note we're going to have a quick break and we'll be right back you're listening to cioe and we'll be right back Find Your Sparkle with Jen and welcome back Tyler. Now just before the break we were talking about how you actually love your job. You get up every morning with a spring in your step and you're excited excited to be going to work and that in fact a huge part of that is the fact that you are under good leadership. Yes. Yes. Now during the break we had a great conversation so let's try and recap a little bit about what our conversation was with you, with your boss. Yeah, I, I must say that growing up with um, a leader that is actually wanting you to grow and wanting you to develop, I must say he, my boss, and I, I must say, I will, I will call his name, his name is Marcus Jameson. So he's really the amazing leader and I know a lot of people know him in the community, um, but he has actually allowed um, open door policy and those open, open door policy helps me a lot to just share my ideas, to grow together. And what we normally do when when we're having our feedback sessions, we don't call it feedback sessions. It's a growth strategy sessions. And and changing the the wording and the name of 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 a comfortable session that you're going to have, an uncomfortable session sometimes that you're going to have, it helps that you're growing, you're developing and all those good. So it makes it a lot and also because my executive director, not only my executive director, but the whole management team respects me and values my opinions, it, that makes me really happy. That's that's huge. And we were talking about people when they leave, they, they, they're typically oftentimes don't leave the job. They usually leave the manager and, and the leadership. And that is very sad. And the unfortunate part is that it's, it's very common. So yes. to be to have people who will stand by and see you grow and encourage you to grow and grow to the point that maybe you will outgrow them, but they're okay with that because they're helping you to be your best. And that makes a huge difference in the world. So that brings me, I, I, that kind of, who have been some of the influencers in your life that have helped you sort of, sort of to, to really come into yourself to find that this is, this is your, niche this is what you're meant to do this is you know Mm -hmm. you you are a natural leader it's very obvious Mm -hmm. who are these people who help to inspire and influence you to take that route i would say the first person i would say is my mother my mother she is um, a keen individual who would continue to be my supporter she's been there through every debate club every event that I've actually wanted to go to every speaking engagement. She's supported me and mentored me in so many ways and I've practiced in front of her so that she so that she can see how I've developed the speech. And then she gives me I mean she's my critic so she, so she's right there to critique me and to just let me know that hey let's do this slow down um make sure you're doing that right. And the next person I would say is my aunt. She's really um awesome my aunt Clothie. She is a, an executive and also a public speaker as well. 
and every time I, I worked at the Bahamas Chamber of Commerce in the Bahamas and so every time I, we drive to work so we will have our daily conversations and it was upper until I, I was going off to school we still had those conversations and she came with my mom and flew me all the way to Prince Edward Island and both of them have allowed me to continue to grow and develop. So. Oh my goodness, I love that. So where do you see yourself in 10 years? Where do I see myself in 10 years is actually speaking on global stages, such as representing people at the United Nations and CARICOM, and also advocating for different change human rights, and also working with other government officials to make sure the diversity and inclusive um, policies are, and just not those policies, but every policy is being enacted and also being actionable in every way. I'm developing a strategy where I'm trying to nonprofit organizations to work and start from the root of why they started their organizations because a lot of organizations today have left why humankind matters in the organization or and why people matter well their team matter in the organization and so going back to the root and making sure that hey this is why we started this is why we wanted people to be involved because my organization was one of the organizations that aligns with my vision and my goals and my aspirations to be at. But I don't want that just to be for my organization. I want to help other organizations to develop. And also, I'm going to someday be leading lectures where I get to be guest lectures at different universities where I will also honor to teach the theory of leadership and how leadership should be in today's society. Wow, I love that. That's so yeah. amazing. And you know what? I have no doubt that you'll be able to do that and surround yourself with people who believe in yeah. you that it can encourage you and lift you up and support you. So talk about that. Who do you have right now around you? Who's your high vibe triad? Who's your high vibe tribe? We all need yeah, a high I'm vibe tribe. So where I'm, is yours? I, 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 my, my high tribe will be, I would say, um, Darlene, um, she is from the business um, Equity International. She has been my, one of my top supporters in just connecting. I have a mentor in Bahamas. Her name is Keishel Davis. She has been my mentor and guide. And I must say, just developing with other persons, of course, my mom, uh, who is my promoter. And I have two best friends who are my researchers and also my developers. But I must say, I have a team who actually strategize with me just to make sure. So shout out to my team, the leader of the new podcast team who keeps me alive in order to move forward in so many ways. And yourself, Jen, you light up my world too. I must <laughs> say, just talking to you and having a conversation, you are part of that drive that uh, makes well, me um, go forward. I love that. That makes me feel so good. Thank You know what? Thank you very much. And I, I feel the same about you. Like there's just, we had an instant connection and yes. Deline actually introduced us. So and I, I love Deline. She is the master networker. There's absolutely no question. Um, but yes, and, and we totally did click. Tell yeah. us about your podcast. So I have a podcast that recently started last year, October, called Tweet the Leader New Podcast. So it's a podcast that's designed to help other individuals to gain knowledge in a career path of their passion, also to gain their interest in growing as leaders and developing as leaders in the career path as well. So it's inspiring people um, locally, globally, just to be change agents in their prospective careers and telling the story. Don't forget the story. 
Oh my golly, the story is extremely important. And you and I had a good yeah. conversation about this, not too, well, fairly recently. And yeah. you know, the fact that we just never know yeah. what part of our story could impact mm -hmm. and influence yeah. someone so, else. And yes. you know, that, that ripple effect can be enormous and we'll, we'll never yeah. fully know. Has there ever been an occasion where you've been part of a ripple effect or that you've been the ripple? What part, of, some part of your story, I mean, we've only heard a little tiny bit of your story. Is there something that part of your story that you share that you think, oh my golly, you know what? If somebody needed to hear this part, this would help them. I would say in the midst of every situation of life, don't give up. And I must say, there have been a lot of persons in my life who have seen the happiness of what I've inspired on social media. Don't, 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 don't allow that to say, hey, Tyler doesn't go through anything because Tyler does go through a lot of things at some point. But I don't allow that to deter me from my vision and deter me from my dreams. So in the midst of every situation that you're going through in life, and this is a pandemic, and we're all um, struggling to push in everything. I, I encourage you, find that purpose, continue to build on that purpose in the midst of every stress and pain that you go through. Allow that to be the comfort zone that will inspire you to move forward because that's my comfort zone every day, knowing that I have the opportunity to connect with other people. That's amazing. And it, it does make a difference. So when you were talking, it brought to my my mind the fact that you know what we all have some down days because we're all human and we we want to be able to you know uplift people but at the same time we need to be able to look after ourselves what are some of the things that you do for yourself for self-care for self-care i would say i tend to because i'm not a tv lover i'm doing the week so i tend to schedule at least uh, once or twice uh, in, the, in the week um some TV time. So, but right now, because the summer is coming out, um, cycling is very important for me. So I'll be cycling, um, just going or going for a walk. Sometime I have a foot tub. So I actually have my foot tub in front of me and I'm relaxing, massaging my foot and just doing something easy like that. But also getting your favorite snack or your favorite, um, my favorite snack I tend to go to is Sour Patch. <laughs> it's a gummy bear that oh. I normally will eat. So that's my favorite um, go-to treat when I, I really need to relax is to go to my favorite snack and nacho chips. <laughs> Comfort food for you. Do you yeah. have that? Do you meditate? I do. I do meditate um, a lot of times. And so I encourage meditation as well because it allows your mind to consume in and take in the positive and exhale all that negative out of your system and so i do that every monday morning actually um just to start my week off right and knowing that hey this is not who, um who i am and this is where i'm going to take it up and affirmations um oh, taking yeah. affirmations is very important i always listen to affirmations on youtube and ted talk or something like that it helps a lot. Now, one of the things you and I talked about was was reading and that you're an avid reader too. And I was excited and I'm, I still have to give you a, a list of these books that I wanted to pass on, but yes. do you read every day? Reading every day, yes. I don't have to say I'm reading a book, but I'm always reading an article about an enhancement of leadership or I'm also reading, I was recently reading 
um, something on governance. Um, on how I can enhance um, the governing structure when it comes down to policy policy making. So that was something that you know, allowed me to learn more about policies. So Perfect. Well, I just can't believe it, but we're out of time already. But my final question for you before we go, what makes you sparkle? What makes me sparkle is just knowing that I'm alive and mm-hmm. I am able to inspire people and just listen to people at, at the same time to take in some positive energy. Awesome. I love it. It has been an absolute pleasure having you here. Thank you so much. And I definitely look forward to us spending more time together and hanging out because good things are in store for you. Thanks so much. You're listening to CIOE 97.5 FM. And remember, go out and do something that makes you sparkle today and every day. We'll see you next time, friends. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.